0: Says who? Um, Says who? When a dog... Just a second. If I get a cut on my leg, my dog licks my cut. That's what animals do. They lick in order to heal. And there's some people who say that they have healing properties in those tongues.
1: This is the plaintiff, VLR Jones. She took her dog to the defendant's pet grooming shop to get Kobe's hair cut. And the defendant used a razor and razor burned poor Kobe's testicles. Kobe hasn't been his normal self for months. The defendants won't even answer her calls. So she is suing the unscrupulous defendant for the $113.16 she's owed for vet bills and grooming costs. This is the defendant, Ashley Rotershiner. She says the plaintiff left a message complaining their dog got burned, then filed a lawsuit on the very same day. If she did anything to injure the plaintiff's dog, she would have rectified the situation, but was never given the opportunity to, and the plaintiff refuses to send her the vet bills and is just being spiteful. She's accused of burning Kobe's private parts. The defendant has filed a counter suit for $950 for loss of business and defamation.
2: All parties, please raise your right hand.
1: What you are about to witness is real. The participants are not actors. They are actual litigants with a case pending in civil court. Both parties have agreed to drop their claims and have their cases settled here before Judge Marilyn Millian in our forum. The People's Court. People's
2: Court is now in session. The Honorable Judge Marilyn Leon anthony Litigants have been sworn, Your Honor. Thank you, Douglas. You're welcome, ma'am.
0: Ms. Jones, you have a pup. Is it a puppy? How old is this dog?
3: He'll be one next month on the 14th. What kind of dog is Kobe? <laughs> He's a Yorkshire Terrier.
0: Okay. Um, so you took Toby to be groomed by Petscapes, the, the defendant's company. And the first time, things went okay, but what went wrong the second time?
3: So I went to the groomer, and again, the lady's like, he did good, he did way better this time, wasn't no problems. So I get in the car to take my mama to her doctor's appointment, and Kobe, he li- literally sits with me. So I moved my um, seatbelt, and then he just yelled. So then I picked up and I looked at his, his area, and it was red. So I called them back immediately, didn't nobody answer, called them back again, Nobody answered, and that's when I left my voicemail. Didn't nobody call me back until that Friday. With, mind you, I called them Monday the day it happened, and then I called them Tuesday twice. Nobody answered the phone. I left another voicemail. Nobody got back to me until Friday.
0: When did you file the case? Um, On the day it happened, or did you?
3: I'm just curious. I filed on 7-23. I have my paperwork right here. Seven twenty-three.
0: And what was the day? And what was the day of the service?
3: Um, Seven twenty.
0: Okay, so it was three days later. And then when they call you back, what do you t- what did they say to you? And what do you say to them?
3: They left. I, I didn't answer the phone because I've been calling you Monday and Tuesday. I called you all together. I'm gonna say four times. Nobody has got back to me or anything.
0: Okay, Ms. Rotersheimer, why wasn't anybody calling her back? I was out of town at the
4: time, and my groomer. Um, informed me about the um, incident and then she um, let her know that or called her back the next day and she said that she didn't answer so then she called her when she was in Friday and she left a long voicemail and then um, she never heard back and then I wasn't going to be due back until Monday which I had planned to call and rectify the situation Monday when I got back in town.
0: Well what ends up happening and you know it's they say a picture is worth a thousand words. I mean, did you ever see the pictures or no?
4: No, um, unfortunately I tried to call to the vet to get the vet bill because that's usually what happens is you call the vet and then you get the bill and then the insurance would cover it. Usually. How often does this happen? I've never had this happen, but I have talked to other groomers where they let me know in this instant right. what usually would happen. And then um Okay. So I called the vet directly to ask for the bill and they denied me the right to see the bill because um, she would not right. allow them to release it.
0: What am I looking at right there? Well, I know what I'm looking at. I'm looking at <laughs> poor Kobe's um, genitalia. Yeah. But is, all, is every color that I am seeing there a color that's from, I mean, is there any medicine or something on top of it right now? Or there's is that how no it looks? Medicine on, there's no medicine on top of him right now.
3: That picture is a picture of no medicine.
0: Okay. That's, there's no dignity in these photos. Hold on. Um, could you tell there was something wrong with Kobe? Because you took some video.
3: I, I'm, I just take pictures and videos of everything. This is the day that... Let me see this video. See. This is the day you picked him up? Yes, ma'am, and I took him to the... Um, yeah, that's so not that normal.
0: No. Yeah, it's not normal for a dog to be hunched over like that, and it's clear the dog's in pain. Look, accidents happen, all right? But... Mercifully, it wasn't worse. According to the vet, he had a nick on his nipple and another nick on his scrotum. And neither were bleeding at the time, but the scrotum was super irritated. So the vet just, you know, washed and put antibiotic and gave you a steroid spray. And how is Kobe doing now?
3: He is doing good now. He's back to his normal self. But it took about three weeks for him to get back to his normal self. And that's not Kobe.
0: Yeah, and then I, I have you had Kobe uh, back to a different groomer. Have you groomed Kobe since no. then? You're not planning on grooming Kobe ever again. No.
3: I will figure it out myself. <laughs>
0: <laughs> okay. Damn,
3: will not go back to right. no groomers.
0: Okay. All right, Ms. Uh, Rodensheimer, you have a counterclaim against her. You know, you're saying. Oh, she just given us a chance. We would have made it right, but that doesn't sound like you because you've got a counterclaim against her. You want her to pay you nine hundred and fifty dollars. What happened there? You're suing for lost wages in the dog daycare, lost wages in grooming, defamation of character, cleaning fees of ten bucks, and a babysitter for fifty bucks. What on earth are you talking about? Um, that's
4: for today because we weren't able to work because of the court, so we're losing out of the money with the daycare, the grooming. And then um, I have, I'm homeschooling my kids right now, so they would have been with me at work and um, I had to pay for a babysitter today and they had to take on those roles that I had written out for the uh, teaching.
0: And then also- Right, but why would um, I ever make her pay you if your groomer accidentally nicked her dog?
4: I highlighted scrotum, suspect nick and clipper burn from grooming, mild inflammation, secondary, to the puppy licking at the area. So it's actually caused because of the secondary licking of the area, and it's even noted. Says
0: who? Says who? When a dog, just a second, if I get a cut on my leg, my dog licks my cut. That's what animals do. They lick in order to heal, and there's some people who say that they have healing properties in those tongues. But that's not, you know, of but course the dog's going to lick it. Speaking, what would you do me. if somebody nicked your testicles? You'd be licking them if you could. I mean, come on. Well, it's a secondary.
5: It's, it's a secondary. Yes,
0: but it happens.
4: Yeah. If, if, but if for getting underrated. nicked. i sorry.
5: I don't want to jump in. Who is
4: that
0: with you? That's the groomer. She was there. She's the oh, new come on back in. Come on back in. And we need, we need to swear you in. Go ahead, please, Douglas, swear her in.
2: All right. Can I get you to raise your right hand, man, please? You solemnly swear to tell the truth, the whole truth, and nothing but the truth. So help you, God. Yes. Your Honor?
0: Okay. Can you scoot just a little bit down so that I can actually see her? Is there a chair you can? I don't mean to interrupt.
5: It's just I feel like it's being not represented fairly. And I have, I mean, my very first job ever was at a vet. I have nothing but experience with animals, daycare. I've been grooming for over 11 years, and I know what I'm doing. And the whole problem is she neglected her duty as a responsible pet owner to have the dog neutered in the first place, and to have the dog... Well, maybe she wants to breed the dog. ...adjust it to... Wait, wait, no, not breeding, neutered. She should have had it neutered because... No, I know what you said, but dog. you don't get to
0: decide if she neuters her dog. No, you don't I get know, to I'm just trying that.
5: to explain. I mean, it's it's hard because with grooming, it goes into a bunch of stuff. Like, if you have an unaltered male dog, their hormones are different. So their urine is different. It's more potent. It's It causes... If you've ever looked at a male dog that's unaltered, his sanitary area as he gets older becomes singed looking. That eventually happens over time and then it can cause all this irritation because they just pee and he's not
0: housebroken.
5: He did nothing but pee both times he was at the shop he did nothing
0: but peed, and we tried to explain okay, the first Okay, I, I need you to take a breath a second. Nobody thinks know, you did I'm something sorry. on it's, purpose to the dog. I know, I know you're am, upset, but know, you need... I know you do, but you need to listen to me. I, I, as skilled as a person could be, they could make a mistake. I'm telling oh, yeah, you that the I'm vet... Totally- stop and listen. I am telling you that the vet saw a nick on the testicles and a nick on a nipple. So... It's not like she is making that up. And also, I see the videos of the dog like in pain. I know it's an accident, but it's an accident that has to get paid for. This dog was never, a dog should be properly introduced at 12
5: weeks of age to grooming, to be adapted to it. Otherwise, it's looked at as a punishment to a dog because you're throwing the dog in there. The dryers are loud. The bathing processes can be scary. It's all something. You don't wait till you're eight months old. We also have documentation before the dog ever came to us, ever, that he, she was concerned about his private areas. Eight pages of documentation from the vet before the dog ever saw us back, the very first time it was ever groomed. It was never groomed in life until it was eight months old, by the way. That's a okay, big Hold on. He's... Take a breath.
0: So oh, he's... my Look Lord. Back. Take a breath. Now, I want to see the documents that were just in your hand. Hold on one second. This is all the vet stuff. I've got it. I've got it. Hold on. Switch places with your friend. Switch places, please. All right. Um, this is before the grooming. The owner is concerned that the pet is licking everything himself. Owner would also like patient's penis looked at. She doesn't think anything is wrong, just hasn't had a boy dog before. So I'm, I'm not seeing what she wanted me to see. What did she want me to see? Well, that,
4: that was the part about um, her taking... Oh, well, that doesn't
0: say she... that. All right. Look, guys... It happens, okay? You take your dog to get groomed and your dog immediately you look and there's cuts on the dog immediately you take the dog to the vet. But she that's she it. There's nothing dog. else. Yeah. Tell that person next to you to stop screaming. I mean it. We're in the middle of court right now. I can't just have her screaming every time she doesn't like what I say. All right? So, it's easy. The harder part would be your part, which is, I need to understand your counterclaim. Why would I make her pay you $950 for having to answer to something that it, I'm finding you culpable for? I'm a single mom. I know. That's what happens when you mom. cut a dog. They, yeah, I that's what happens.
5: I the dog. The dog caused the irritation. Okay, okay. I'm
0: going to need you her out. I can't, I, she can't just, you know, this isn't like a, a sports game where she can just yell from the background. She needs to step out. Have oh, her step out, I'm not out, being
4: please. heard how I should
5: be, and I'm not being able to be explained. And I'm sorry for that dog for having to be with her for the rest of his life, because she is the one that has caused this. Ashley can play the now right. signal from her.
0: I'm done. She never called me. Turn them okay. off. I'll just rule on the counterclaim without getting their testimony, because I'm not gonna get yelled at. I mean, I, I'm, I'd like to hear you testify about the counterclaim. But if she keeps yelling, we're just gonna end this. So, can you... Explain to me the defamation. That's the thing I'm the most concerned about. Where did she defame you?
4: Um, well, I just figured however many people she has told this instance to, because we, again, don't feel that it was caused by us. We feel like it was a secondary issue. Um, so, like, the person she went to for the... Um,
0: How did the two cuts happen up? to the dog? Right after getting groomed, the dog, according to the vet saw the dog... Right on the same day that it got grim. And there's a cut on the nipple and a cut on the testicles. How did it happen, do you think? By licking? You can't get a cut by licking. It's a nick. Right. And
4: if she would have seen it, she would have let Viola know that because she looks the dog over plenty of times. And if something does occur, she usually is, lets them know. So right the vet's
0: out. lying. When the vet says that the nipple was cut and the testicle okay. was cut. The vet's lying? I didn't get to talk to the vet right. directly. Yeah. Well, I, I'm looking at it. Uh, you, you're guessing at the defamation, right? Because you... I, I thought she had posted something, or she didn't post anything, or... Oh, no, it's just... Okay, just, all right. Dude, she's had to speak through so far. Okay, she's entitled to speak. She has a right to speak. In fact, she has constitutionally protected free speech. If she lies about something or makes up something, that's different. So I don't care if she's told 500 people, and I don't care if she writes a review, because she's entitled to do that. People are entitled to do that. That doesn't make out a defamation case. Based on the incredibly quick response of Miss Jones to take the dog to the vet that moment, which I would have done too if I had seen my dog hunch like this inside of a car, um, I, I don't think that there's any question that this happened at your grooming place. I think it's an accident, but your partner seems to feel that she's infallible, and that's just not the case. Um, if there had just been redness in the testicles, I understand. But we're talking about an actual nick, both in the nipple and in the testicles. So, no. Um, I'm finding in Ms. Jones's favor in the $113.16 that she's asking, plus, of course, her court costs. And as for um, your lawsuit against her, I'm finding against you. Verdict for the plaintiff. Good luck, folks.
2: So it turned out to be a fascinating case. The plaintiff will get the $113 back. Ms. Rotersheimer, the defendant, let me ask you, what are you thinking right now?
4: I just feel bad for my groomer because she didn't get to, you know, fully express herself. And she said that she reached out to Viola and explained the situation, but she didn't get to actually directly talk to her. So it would have been better if we could have figured this out out of court in the long run.
2: Obviously, you failed in your attempt to get $950 in your, uh, your, your lawsuit against her. That didn't work for you. What do you think about that?
4: Well, that's just hurts another blow. Because of COVID, we've had to take time off, and the business is struggling already, so we had to take another full day off for the court. So.
2: Okay. <laughs> Miss Jones, let me know what you think about the outcome of the case. You must be elated now, because this turned out to be quite an argument that they were having, wasn't it?
3: Yes, I, you see, I just let them argue with their self. I'm not going to argue with something that I have proof of. And this would have never happened if they would have just answered my call that same day when I called them. I should not have to call you two days in a row, four times, two, two times each day. And then you call me back on a Friday. No, this would have never happened. I just wanted to talk to y'all and see what happened. Didn't nobody call me. Because if somebody called me, we would not be going through this right now. I just wanted answers. That's all I wanted.
2: Well, thank you very much. Good luck to you. And congratulations. Fascinating case. Let's see what the judges think. Here is another session now of after the verdict.
6: Well, um, those pictures were hard to look at. They were the the photo, the video that you had of Kobe that. Yeah, that
0: actually made me feel even worse than the picture, believe it or not. Um, A the the dog looked like it was in such pain. I mean, you did not play with that plaintiff. Oh, no. She is not playing. You return no. her calls.
6: Oh, boy. Miss Jones, uh, she hounded them. Yeah. For three days and uh, she didn't get satisfaction and she raced straight to and the And that's it, good for her. Bank.
0: You know, right. maybe you should be returning the phone calls of someone. These are cell phones. I mean it's right. not like they're not hearing her. Right. And you know, I understand like the groomer feels bad because she feels like she's being portrayed badly, but you know, accidents happen. I mean it's uh, not...
6: absolutely and she might be a great groomer and I'm yeah. sure she loves animals. She's a but, terrible witness. She can't she's... shut up. <laughs> she
0: can't she can calm witness. down, but she no. she could be a great groomer. It's and just... no one's
6: perfect. There's yeah. no perfection in this world anymore. Anyway. No. So uh, no We'll have to wait for the next, perhaps, to yeah. find out about that. But certainly, the the greatest manifestation of Miss Jones' love for her dog, she's never going to groom him again. She's never going to groom him again. Well,
0: it's either that or no not laser hair him. removal. Sure. No <laughs>
2: anything. Right? He's he's in the clear. So Greg wants to know this. Hey, Harvey, the community I live in hired a tree trimmer to cut some palm trees, and several limbs landed on his carport roof, damaging it. He saw them do it. They deny it, so what should he do? If there are witnesses, that's gonna really help. If there is any kind of witness who saw immediately before, during, or after, that's gonna be really relevant. But the other thing is this, if the guy's cutting trees down and cutting branches down, and there's a branch that lands on the neighbor's property, a lot of times judges can deduce what actually happened, and it's pretty clear, that it must have been the tree trimmer, and if the tree trimmer did it negligently, the tree trimmer's responsible. And that will do it for this case. Litigants for the next case inside the courtroom.
1: These are the plaintiffs, DeTarius Butler and Jonah Berger. DeTarius says he purchased a 1998 Buick Park Avenue from the defendant. And when they took it to the DMV, they were told they couldn't register it because there was a problem with the title. The defendant's been giving them the royal runaround ever since. He also has another car of theirs, a Nissan. Won't return it. And this guy is nothing but a scammer who must be stopped. They're suing for $894. The money they're now out. This is the defendant, Jason. He says the plaintiff, Deterius filled out the paperwork on the title incorrectly. That's why he had a problem in the DMV. As far as the Nissan goes, the city was threatening to impound it because it didn't run and had no tags on it. So he picked it up to scrap, but the car has no title and it's now been sitting in his lot for six months. Oh, this guy all this money? For what? He's accused of a car catastrophe. The defendant has filed a counter suit for two thousand four hundred sixty-five dollars for storage and tow costs.
2: All parties, please raise your right hands. Welcome back to the People's Court. Next case on the docket: the plaintiffs purchased a nineteen ninety-eight Buick Park Avenue from the defendant, but they couldn't register it because the title was hinky and the DMV rejected it. Now the defendant says the plaintiffs made a mistake in the paperwork, and that's why they couldn't get it registered. It's the case of a car catastrophe. been sworn, Your Honor. Thank you, Douglas. You welcome ma'am.
0: All right. Uh, Mr. Butler and Ms. Berger. Mr. Butler was in the market for a car, sees the defendant's car advertised, and you decide to go over, take a look at it. You decide to buy it. What kind of car was this?
7: A bill in 1998 Park
0: Avenue. Okay. Old enough to drink. And what did you pay for the car? $1,800. 1800 <laughs> um, And then what? Uh, there were some problems with the car when you got it from him. He's, he's a mechanic. You actually own a, a tow company, sir. Is that accurate, Mr. Yes. Jason? All right. Yes. So he tells, according to you, he's going to fix the things that are wrong with it, right? Yes. And what is it you expected him to fix?
7: He, he fixed my tire rod, but my door handle, he didn't have fixed that.
0: Okay. Now, according to you, you paid him some money for the door handle as well, but he never fixed it. And what was it you paid him for the door handle?
7: I had gave him 20 to order it because I had ordered the wrong one. So I gave him 20 to order it and 20 to fix it.
0: Okay. And how did you give him this money? In cash? Yes, ma'am. Do you have any receipts? No, ma'am. Like who does that? Why do you hand cash? Well, who does that is a lot of my litigants, but You know, cash doesn't leave this hand without a receipt coming into this hand. So you buy the car, a 1998 car from him for $1,800. Then you pay him to fix what's wrong with it. Then you pay him again. You pay him for something else. You decide that he should fix your girlfriend's windows. You talk to me, Ms. Berger. What was wrong with your electric windows?
3: Uh, My two front windows, they wouldn't go down in a, like, they wouldn't go down or come up. So he told me, once D. Terry's told me that he was a mechanic and he could fix it, um, we went over there so he could check it out and told me what I needed to order for the windows. And that same day, I paid for the windows and I paid... How much did you for pay? Looking at it. I paid 25 for him to look at it and 200 for the parts and the labor. I gave that to him cash. Okay. And I have no receipt.
0: Okay, and now did he, did you get a, uh, uh, an estimate from him in writing? No. For the repairs? Nothing's in writing. Everything is just, and not even text. No. Uh, but wait, there's more. Then there's a problem with the title, Mr. Butler. According to you, there's a problem with the title, and what happens?
7: They said my um, title was messed up, and I did everything
0: right. How come? What was so wrong with your title?
7: I think it was a notarized or something like that, so they told me to take it back to the owner that I got the card from, and I called him. He didn't answer the first time. The second time I called him, he answered. Then he said he can get in contact with the person that he got the card from. Then he called him, and then he called me back. He said, I got a bad problem. The dude was supposed to... Um, to fix the title. Um, yeah, supposed to fix the title and whatever. And then he came to my house. Then we agreed that he get the title in two days. So I gave him 185.
0: Another 185, and you gave him the title?
7: Yeah, I gave him 185 to get the title. He never asked for the title.
0: Okay, he didn't ask for the title. All right. Oh, no, but wait, there's more. Then you decide, before, while nothing's getting done, all these little contracts are being entered into, and things aren't moving forward, the next thing you do is you ask him about a car you wanted to junk. Talk to me about that. It's actually not even your car. It's your father's. The car is titled in your father's name. Right, Ms. Berger? yes.
7: About that, we agreed on to scrap the car, so we agreed on to scrap it. He was supposed to come get the car that day and scrap it. He never said nothing about no storage nothing, anything. We were supposed to go have on the money after, after the car get on scrap.
0: Right, but did your father sign over the title, Ms. Berger? Yes, and he actually came to get the
3: title that day before he came and got the car, he got the title.
0: Okay, let me hand the floor to you, Mr. Jason. What's going on here?
8: I mean, well, basically the Buick. He bought that. He did. I. The title was notarized. He was told to take the title. To make sure he put all his information on the title. His name, his address, everything on the title before he took it to the BMV. I told him. I said, if you don't fill it out, they are not going to They are not going to put the title in your name. It has to be filled out before you go to them. He didn't do that. Why though? Me. With everything that was going on, I should have made sure all his information was put on on the title before he left my possession with the car. That was my mistake.
0: Right, but the car wasn't even in your name.
8: No, 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 the Buick was in my my name.
0: If the title was in your name, why is it such a hassle to, to correct the title problem here?
8: I was waiting on the title from him. I told him I needed the old title so I could see where he screwed up so I could fix it. He never brought me the old title. He kept saying, oh, I'll bring it Wait, to you that night. And then when I went to meet it, she was supposed to have the title and never had it.
0: Right. So did you accept $185 to fix the title problem and then didn't take the title with you? You took the money, but not the title?
8: He had the title with him at work when she gave me the money to do the title work. I told them I would okay, do so it Okay, so
0: she gave you $185.
8: No, she gave me $160.
0: okay. According to you, she gave you 160 to fix the title. And then did she give you 225 to fix the windows?
8: She gave me money for parts for the window tracks on a different vehicle. How much? That was something completely different. She gave me $204.
0: And then did he give you 40 bucks for the door handle?
8: He gave me $20 for a door handle. And he got the handle. The handle was with him when he left.
0: When you say she gave you 204 you know in the answer to the complaint, what you actually say is she gave you 249 you're not the kind of people who should be doing things off of memory.
8: It might have been that with tax. I, like I said, I don't have it in front of me. I don't know exactly, but I thought it was two before, oh. but it was with tax and everything like that, it probably was.
0: Let me ask you a question. How often are you in court where it wouldn't bother you to actually get the receipt and have it in front of you and know what you're talking about when you're getting sued? You know? Is this an Never. everyday occurrence for you? I would think I would make you, exactly, I would think I would make you a little more nervous. All right, now let me ask you about the problem with the title, according to you, it was his fault. How are you going to prove that?
8: I mean, we, we won't unless we see what they did with the title. I don't know. I've never seen the. Let me the see title the title. The he hasn't.
0: Do you have the title to the Buick, Mr. Butler? No, ma'am. They had
7: gave me um a new title for um mine for the Buick.
0: So how did you get the new title?
7: I um, went to the DMV, the DMV again, and um they gave me the new title and I had to pay for the new title, and they kept the old title.
0: All right, what happened with the car that you were picking up, Mr. Jason? What was the agreement you had with them about the car that they wanted you to junk?
8: I was gonna go out, pick the car up, and we was gonna scrap it and split everything down. We was gonna split it all. And then I got steps in, the title is no good. I have it here, it's not even in his name. I can't do nothing with it. It's been sitting here collecting storage for,
0: months. Wait, what is wrong with the title that they gave you? Why didn't you notice it before you towed
8: the car? I, I, because I, she told me her, he did not have it no all the way in his name.
0: Did her father sign the title over to you?
8: No, it, my name is nowhere on it. It's a notarized title. It's notarized into her dad's name. It's not even in his, that's what I'm saying. It's not even put all the way into her dad's name for him to sign the title over to nobody it's in somebody else's name that they got the car from. And I didn't know that when we picked the car up.
0: Your father never registered the car, Ms. Berger?
3: I thought that he's registered the car because he got tax for the car. He just never got hard tax for the car, but he did have 30 day tax for the car.
8: It has to, the title can be notarized into somebody's name for them to get a temporary plate in the state of Ohio. But for them to get an actual hard tag, they physically have to take the title to the bmv and get a hard title put all the way in their name and that's never been done on that car
0: yeah everybody's jumping title nobody wants a car nobody's registering the car in their name now it's just going to get junked but it was he doesn't have the authority to junk it based on this paperwork so as far as that junk car you're gonna have to get that car from his place you're gonna have to get it towed And if you don't get it towed by a certain date that I am going to proclaim now, then I am telling you, I'm giving you a judicial order that it's considered abandoned property. And then you can proceed. You know how to proceed on abandoned property, right?
8: Yes. Yes.
0: So then you'll be able to do something with the car. But if you don't want him to be able to lay claim to the car as abandoned property, then you hustle, pay a tow company, and get the car back. You see? You understand what I'm saying, Mr. Butler? Because you can't junk two people ago's car. In fact, your father, Ms. Berger, can't junk a car that he also didn't title. All right? So I'm going to give you guys, how long do you need? Two weeks should be plenty of time to make up your minds and get a tow. I'm going to give you 14 days from today. That's how we're resolving the Nissan issue. You have 14 days to go pick up that car. After 14 days, I am going to deem it abandoned property, and you proceed and put do whatever you got have to do in your state in order to junk a car that's abandoned on your lot. That's the Nissan. Let's talk about your counterclaim. You've got a counterclaim against them where you expect that they are going to pay you $2,465. $50 for two tires that, according to you, you put on the car that you can't do anything with. $125 for the tow. And $2,260 for 113 days of storage. Now, here's the thing. This doesn't happen to a more careful fellow because a more careful fellow wouldn't tow the car without looking at the title, right? And then you'd be out zero. Okay, one. None two, necessary. he never asked you to tow the vehicle. You were doing a business deal where you would take the vehicle. It's not like he hired you for a tow. You were doing a business deal, he which turned out me. to be a bad he idea because me everybody to come and get the vehicle. jumped title. No, no, no. You were going to be splitting the proceeds of the scrap. It was a business deal that didn't go through. Right, it was sp- like 500,
8: 500 to $700 is a big deal. That's how I make my okay. living. So yeah, it is a big deal. That's why, there's, that's why I, I should get my storage. I, the storage is legal. There's nothing wrong with what I'm charging storage. That's state law.
0: Did you ever send them a notice and tell them that they needed to come and get their property?
8: He was told yes. No, he was told he
0: needed to pay. No, to no, the title, no, so that's not my question. We're going to talk about state law. Did you ever send him a written notice telling him that he had to pick up the property, that it was abandoned, that it's on your land, that he needs I to pick not, it up?
8: You, you do that when you file. Yeah, I tell you I would have to file for a title, which costs me money to do. Right. And I have not done that Okay, yet. now no, that's fine. Right, because I tried to give him the benefit of the doubt to do it right. That's
0: fine but that's why you can't get storage. But don't worry, no, we're gonna know, solve I this problem in I, bet two. You,
8: I bet you I get my storage. No, you can't.
0: Okay, so what do we have? We have a defendant who walks away and we have the remainder of your case, which I will handle now. You know, he thought he was gonna make a big payday off of you and get several thousand dollars for storage for the problem with the Nissan. I know that that was just an honest mistake on your part and I also know from looking at the series of texts back and forth that he just at some point just stopped responding to you until you finally threatened court because he sat there he didn't answer about the windows he didn't answer about clearing the title he didn't and his song about the title let's take a look at it because his position wasn't you messed up the title what he said to you was, it's gonna take some doing. I need to set an appointment. The guy's out of town. Blah, 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 blah. He gave you a big song and dance about fixing the title. And then finally you get frustrated and you say, I'm gonna take you to court and then everything goes down the toilet. So let's talk about what happened. I find you to be credible on the $40. Did he give you a door handle or no?
7: No ma'am, no ma'am, I ordered one and he told me that it was the wrong size. Okay, so you gave
0: him $40 for that. You're telling me you gave him two twenty-five for the electric windows, right? He doesn't even know. He said two hundred four, and then yes. when I read his answer, it's two forty-nine, but we, we know from you that it's two twenty-five. Then there's no qu- well, he says it was one hundred sixty, but I find his credibility to be in the toilet. And you say you gave him one eighty-five to, to clear the title up. So that means you're out four hundred and fifty dollars right there. There are two things you want in addition to that. You want the ninety-four dollars for the new title that you had to pay. And unless he can prove that the title problem was your fault, you get that $94 because it's a seller's obligation to give good title. He, it is complete guesswork on his part what was wrong with the title. And if all it needed was your signature, I'm pretty sure you would have just signed it. So there obviously was something wrong. You were able to get a new title with, at $94. Why? You just said it was lost? What'd you do?
7: Um, I had one of them. They just, I had a bottles I had told them they, I had to go buy a whole new title. They told me, yeah, you're going to have to buy a new title. We're gonna have
0: to. Why would you pay him $185 to fix the title if it's only $94 to fix the title?
7: Because uh, I didn't know at the time because the DMV was closed. <laughs> so he told me it was $185. Okay.
0: All right. Well, you're entitled to that $94 as well. So I'm ruling in your favor in the amount of $544. But as for the car that is on his property you can't just make that someone else's problem you have to either pick it up in the next 14 days from today or i'm deeming it abandoned property and then he can get rid of it somehow but you're not going to get a piece of it if he gets rid of it then he gets the whole thing you see you're picking up what i'm putting Uh down so if you think there's actual value to it go get that car towed back and then your dad has to actually title in his name so that he can then junk the car. You understand me? You can't jump title like that. Nobody can do anything with it until somebody on your side. Okay. So pick up the car in the next 14 days. That's my verdict. And as for all the money you're out, I'm ruling in your favor in the amount of the $544. Let me ask you a question. How's a Buick running?
7: Oh, it's running good now. Oh, good for it's you. Is this door handle's still not fixed.
0: Okay. Go fix the, the, the door handle. I'm getting you your money back on that. All right. That's my verdict, $544 verdict for the plaintiff and pick up the car or it's going to be deemed abandoned, the Nissan. All right, good luck.
6: Bunch of transactions here, the 98 Buick, the Nissan, the door handle to be fixed, etc, but nothing really in writing back and forth between the parties.
0: Yeah, bad idea. Not a jot
6: of information. No. The storage fees. On the counterclaim in this case, you had a massive counterclaim. Someone seeking the the tow truck driver mechanic was asking for over
0: $2,000. Right. But see, this isn't your average tow truck driver who tows a car and then someone leaves it on their lot. There's a mechanism for getting those charges. Right. All you have to do is prove that you gave the statutory required notice, and that doesn't... That's just a certified mailing. I mean, I don't know why he's going on about how much that would cost him. All he, you know, he would just have to start the legal process. And what, what this was was a business deal that then couldn't happen. I got an idea. Why don't you check the title before you towed the car?
6: Right. And always a nightmare to get your car towed to one of these impound lots. I actually had a car many years ago. I had an old Ford Mustang too. It had so much rust in the sides of it that one of the judges at the courthouse asked me if it had been in a shootout. Right? <laughs> One day, I'm driving that one down the road. The air conditioner is already broken. I'm living in South Florida. One window was smashed out of it, and I'm driving down the road. Wait, all why a sudden, was the
0: window smashed?
6: Because somebody stole a TV, a TV wait, wait, from Wait, you left
0: the TV on the front seat?
6: Yes, the TV. I was going to work on a Saturday, and I had to park on the street. The TV wouldn't fit in the trunk in the Mustang too. So I had to leave it on the seat. Because-
0: in, de- in downtown Miami? Yes,
6: so I lost the window and the wait, TV. Wait, 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 back up, because broken- I know this
0: story. The TV was broken, Yes, it was so broken. what'd you do as a precaution to make sure nobody would steal your TV?
6: Well, I just wrote with a magic marker, TV broken. TV broken, broken. and, and you thought
0: on. that would save your window.
6: It didn't save the no. window, <laughs> and the TV was broken. Somebody got a broken TV. That uh, And you
0: got a broken window.
6: Right, and then I, I'm driving that car down the road, one window's gone, the air conditioner's broken, and all of a sudden I see a wheel rolling by, To my left, and I'm driving thinking, look at that, somebody lost a wheel. And all of a sudden, wham, the car (laughs) falls onto the brake drum, and I'm sliding down the middle of the roadway, and it was my wheel. How about that? Uh, So that car, when it got towed, the cost of the tow plus like two or three days storage by the time I had gotten what I thought was enough money together was more than the car was worth. So So what'd you do? They got the car.
2: I gave them the You just handed over the car.
0: And they didn't insist on you paying anything else?
6: He just said, okay, fair deal.
2: So Jill wants to know this. Hey, Harvey, uh, what happens when someone refuses to take the oath, either for personal or religious reasons? So, you know, it used to be that the oath always said, um, so help you God at the end. And there are a lot of people who don't want to swear to God in court. So what they do is they will give you the option of affirming. So they'll say, "Do you swear? To, do you promise to tell the truth, the whole truth, and nothing but the truth? Do you affirm that?" You have to say yes in order to testify. Um, if you don't, you just cannot testify because there have to be consequences that get imposed by that swearing. So if you don't do it, the judge is not going to let you take the stand and testify. We'll see you next time.